Hello and welcome along to this bonus episode of the Peter Greenwood Show at the Edinburgh Fringe. Now a couple of nights ago I was awake at 1am because I had to speak to the cast of Hitler's Tasters. And they were so lovely and so much fun and we just had a really good time chatting that I thought I would bring you the complete unedited conversation with myself and the cast of Hitler's Tasters. So let's take a listen shall we? Hey, I can't hear you for some reason. The reason is because I didn't put my fader up on my desk. That'll be why. Okay, I thought it was me. <laughs> oh, no, it's not you. <laughs> so. Hi. Good evening. Hello. Hello. How is everyone doing? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. <laughs> this is so oh. exciting. Thank you. I know. Oh, my absolute pleasure. And it's so late where you are, so we really appreciate your, your flexibility. I know, yeah. Oh, it's no worries at all. I had a quick nap earlier, so I'm good to go. <laughs> are we expecting one more? Yep. Hannah Mae should be coming in in a second. I know she was um, wrapping up work, so oh. she, mm-hmm. she said she could make five on the dot, but we may need to give her a minute. Oh, oh that's okay. Here she is now. Perfect. Hi. I literally was just saying we might need to give her a minute, and then you popped up. It was beautiful. <laughs> Hello, my friends. Hello. Hi. Hi, Anna. I'm Peter. I haven't introduced myself to everybody. Hello, everyone. I'm Peter. (laughs) Hi, Peter. (laughs) How are you all tonight? Are you well? Yeah, we're good. Good. Yes, all different, all different time zones. I know for me, I'm in California, so it's, it's still sunny out. It's five o'clock p.m. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) storms in New York City. (laughs) Same, same for Richmond. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Okay, so, in Virginia, so we're, we're all over. Fantastic. <laughs> so we have California, Virginia, and New York. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Missing is in um, Nashville. No. Yeah. She's in Tennessee. 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 Wow. We truly are all over the place tonight. Yes. <laughs> I feel like yeah. the uncoolest person in the world because y'all are here and I'm here like, hello. <laughs> No, you're no, you're great. Yeah, no. you brought us together. So, like, the cool factor is there for that too. You know, exactly. it's not just locational. <laughs> <laughs> See, I appreciate that. That's very kind of you. I'll just do a quick reset, and then we'll begin. Yeah, perfect. Okay, this may look a bit strange, but bear with me, please. I just because because I've been doing it all day, and normally I'm used to just doing audio. And what I do is I do three clicks because it's a reset mm-hmm. point, and it's easier to find in the edit. But people are like, what's he doing that for? So just bear with me, please. Perfect. You're good. Hey, P, you look yes. so glamorous. I thank love you. the outfit. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant me. I was like, really? Thank you. <laughs> I am both disappointed and relieved it wasn't me. Because <laughs> I'm not glamorous at all. But yeah, anyway, yes, let's, let's do the thing. <laughs> I get distracted very easily. You will find that. That's okay. We do the same thing. (laughs) I appreciate that. Okay. We have three people in the chat tonight. Can we go around and introduce ourselves, please? Let's start. Oops, sorry. I was going to say, let's start with the person to who would be my left, which is Haley. Hello, Haley. It's Hallie. I'm uh, Hallie. I'm I'm sorry. That's Hallie. all good. I apologize. Um, I'm, I'm Hallie Griffin. Um, I play Liesl in Hitler's Tasters, and I'm based in New York City. Uh, I am Caitlin Page Longoria. 
I play Anna in Hitler's Tasters, and I'm currently based in Richmond, Virginia. Yes, and I am Hannah Mae Sturgis. I'm currently in California, and I play Margot in Hitler's Tasters. We are all over the place tonight. It's fantastic. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Thank you for hosting us. My absolute yeah, pleasure you. to have you here. It was when I saw the, the listings for the fringe, I saw the words Hitler's tasters and was like, that's something I've never thought about before. So <laughs> you probably get this all the time and I'm going to be a basic bitch reporter. What is Hitler's <laughs> tasters? Yes, it's a very, it's, you're not the only one to question mm-hmm. what is this because it's a new, it's a recently new uh, discovered facts that has come to the surface about World War II and about the women inscripted to taste Hitler's food for poison. Mm-hmm. Uh, these German women, they were not Jewish women, they were German women. And there were about 15 of them total throughout the service of the duration of the war that he mm-hmm. recruited with his Nazi um, soldiers recruited to come and taste his food because he was paranoid of being poisoned. So they, these women ages you know, late teens, I'd say, late teens, early 20s, would Mm -hmm. take turns on routine and go um, taste a sample of what the chefs were cooking for Hitler in the the bunker, essentially. Yeah, and like this show specifically um, highlights the story. I mean, these are based off of um, uh, Margot Volk's story. And that's that's a true story that came out. Um, but our stories as Anna, Hilda, Liesel, and Margot were um, crafted by the playwright, Michelle Colas Brooks, um, to highlight the struggles that these young women were going through and um, the absurdity of it all, really. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a dark comedy. <laughs> so and as, as KP yeah. said, Margot Volk was the mm-hmm. woman who at 95... Um, came out with her story. This was back in, I think, 2013 or 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, she finally felt comfortable and able and had had distanced herself and sort of processed it, I guess, enough to be able to speak on it. Um, and she was one who revealed that there were 15 women, that they were in a bunker, they would taste his food. She talked about just they would bawl, they would just cry right before they would eat. Um, she talked about how. Um, that nobody ever died from poison. We get that question a lot. None of, none of the girls were ever poisoned. It was definitely just him being very like concerned and like overly Mm -hmm. cautious. Um, And she was actually one of, she was the only one to survive. Um, A a guard took pity on her and helped her escape. Um, But all of the other girls were killed, but not from poison. Um, When the Russians came, they ended up taking everybody out in, 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 at the wolf slayer, which is where they were. Um, so it, it's just, it's a really interesting, like kind of little known, mm-hmm. recently revealed story that, that Michelle heard about and just was mm-hmm. like, wait, has nobody told this story where I'm, it's, I'm doing it like, and, and, mm-hmm. uh, and then the brilliance of, of Michelle, of course, as well is um, making it, adaptable to our current political climate, our current, um, just the, to uh, express the connection to this generation of mm-hmm. girls and of women 
So she writes it not from that language of, you know, no German dialect. Um, it isn't that confining. It's more uh, written kind of like Mean Girls. They say it's mean modernistic. Girls, yeah. Mean Girls meets Mein Kampf. You know, so it, it's that's why the, that's why we find the, a dark comedy because it's mm -hmm. actually um, there are a lot of funny moments. There are a lot of relational uh, relational moments that the, that the crowd and everyone can relate to. Mm -hmm. What I found so interesting about reading about the play and uh, watching the trailer that you put out and also the sizzle reel from uh, the 2019 festival behind the scenes mm -hmm. stuff is there's photos <laughs> of Hitler's tasters you the actresses in the play being like with selfies and stuff mm -hmm. was that what am I trying to ask here what was the what was it like bringing that into what is what sounds like it should be kind of a funny idea like oh Hitler he's a nutter he had to have people taste his food but then it's it gets really serious and really dark mm -hmm. because you say the lasses were really upset and it could have been the last last meal of, of their lives. What was that mm -hmm. process like for you? Yeah, it was interesting. Um, you know, my, we all have such distinct characters in this play, which is also what's so fascinating about it and what makes it so relatable to, to the young women of today's world, um, which is how Michelle, um, incorporated the cell phones and incorpor incorporated the modern speech. Um, my character, Anna, is sort of the truth, um, sympathetic towards, uh, you know, what's happening to the Jewish community, not really understanding. I'm also the youngest. So I'm trying to like understand what's going on. I don't get it. And then, you know, Liesl's character is sort of like the mother figure and, and Hilda's like, Regina the bitch. <laughs> Regina George of Mean Girls. She's yeah, the queen yeah. bee bitch. <laughs> yeah, so we all had to kind, and then, you know, Margot or Hannah Mae's character is this like spunky spark of life that is so contrasting to everything that's going on. A lot of and, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we all had to take on this world very differently like similarly because we're like sharing this like um experience of fearing for our lives but how how do young women or how do how does anybody handle that sort of situation we have to keep living so we talk about boys and we you know laugh and dance and kind of sit with our thoughts and like worry but we keep going because it's we how, have to it's keep how going. they survive yeah. yeah. And that's what, I mean, that's what this play highlights is like what these young women have to do in order to survive. So it was definitely a struggle to wrap our heads around when we first did the play. But like now we've done it so many times. We're like, we got this. You know? <laughs> I was going to say yeah. that, KP. I was going to yeah. say, I think, I think that um, as actors, so many times we do a thing and then we move on. And mm -hmm. we have had such um, a privilege of working together for now for so long. It's been almost three two, years, two, three years nonstop. Yeah. yeah mm -hmm. Of working on this show and together. 
And the first show that we did together, which was the New York premiere in 2018, fall of 2018, was was a great show. It was it was totally fine. But I think we all stepped away from it going, oh, I kind of want to do that again. Because yeah. I mm-hmm. it, it, we stepped back and we were like, wait, I think I get it now. Like I think and, I get yeah. more now. And yeah. from from like a story perspective, but then also like we knew each other so much more. Like mm-hmm. Hannah May can look at me on stage and I know exactly what she's thinking. And I'm like, okay, got it. Like, let's roll with this. Or mm-hmm. one night there was a spider on the table and we were like, keep it together, girls. We got to do a show, <laughs> you know? I mean, just, just, just having, having um, that shorthand and that, can, that deep connection as actors mm-hmm. then deepened our characters on stage and their connections mm-hmm. and, and our understanding of it. And I feel like we're still... I'm still having revelations about this show and this impact and it's, it's been really great to do it so many times because it's Mm -hmm. definitely grown and, and has more of an impact now than it did when we first did it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can I, can I hop on that? Yeah. Well, like you asked, what is, what is the process, you know, Mm -hmm. and because we have been able to continue molding and morphing this show along with our playwright who has been marvelous at keeping up to date the most, um, the most, I don't know, uh, important um, news things that are happening in the world, um, in America, uh, culturally, to kind of add these one-liners or hint and not mm-hmm. fully, cause it isn't, it isn't. It isn't about just that thing. Right. So it, it, it doesn't, knock you over the head with it. But there are beautiful little little words that will just come in and go, wait, did she mean to, did they mean to say, maybe they did, maybe they didn't. It works mm-hmm. as a play, but it works on multiple levels in our current reality, which is what keeps the audience um, um, on their toes, I think. But mm-hmm. so I think what's beautiful with this process is because we've been with it for three years, uh, maybe any other three years wouldn't seem like a big difference of things, but three years ago from today, a yeah. lot happened. Yeah. We've had, yeah. <laughs> and what's yeah. incredible is that none of us could have known how relevant this show continues to be. Mm-hmm. So the yep. process, we're along for the ride. That's how mm-hmm. I feel. I'm along for the oh, ride. Yeah. I know all of us said, whenever the show comes back, uh, wherever it is, we're all going to hop on board because we know it's still important um, mm-hmm. for a new reason. So though our process, yeah, though we know each other very well, I think, and now we are continuing to discover deeper levels, different levels, and explore those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Anna. Yeah. yeah, thank you. That was... <laughs> That was a fantastic explanation because something I was so (laughs) curious about when I realized it was set in contemporary times is uh, how to say this delicately. 2018 in government was a Mm. tricky time, Mm -hmm. shall we say. And in 2021, we've just gone through 2020. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. that's a good wrap right there. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we went from one bad thing to an even worse bad thing. What Mm -hmm. was it like trying to keep, I guess, positive, trying to keep energy going during these really dark, horrific times? Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, right. You go first, KP. <laughs> so this uh, 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 this is not any spoilers for the show, but my character is definitely the emotional one. I will say that, you know, so, well, I feel it all essentially, but so <laughs> as we're trying to navigate, you know, as, as individual people, actors, like with what's going on politically, it, that was the craziest part about doing this show so many times through all these years. Like, I mean, I felt like every time we picked it up again, there was some relevant political story. And like most recently with COVID, you know, we were doing the show in Los Angeles when we yeah. were told to quarantine. And we, you know, Hannah Mae stayed in California and, you know, Hallie and I came back to New York and three days later we were told to stay inside and everything was shut down or something like that. So we knew stuff was going south and we still had to do the show. So and we know nothing about this virus that could potentially kill us at any moment. I mean, we, we don't know what's going on at that point. And yeah. I, yeah, and I remember us all sitting there in the dressing room you know, the closing night or the night before we closed, because we closed the day after we opened, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like looking at each other and being like, okay, like we're actually scared right now. And we actually don't know what's going on. I mean, I had a panic attack in the parking lot right before we went on stage. Like I, you know, but it was also, mm. I don't want to say cathartic, but it was like, we got to feel it and we got to bring that to our craft. And I, and it was, and we had each other in that. So I feel like, as people being in this play, it's kind of like helped us cope with everything that's been going on with us because we get to laugh about it. We get to point at it. We get to acknowledge it for everything that it is, both ridiculous and painful and all the things. We get to do that together. I mean, that's just my take on it, you know? But it's it, it's definitely been a wild ride adapting with the times. Yeah, I think Hannah Mae said it, and I'm just gonna say it again. Mm-hmm. It keeps being relevant. Yeah, you know, things that were happening in 2018. In 2018, Brett Kavanaugh was getting um, sworn mm-hmm. in um, to yeah. our um, Supreme Court, and um, I personally am not a fan. I won't speak for anybody else. Michelle's not a fan, and we added a little jab to him in the show, like w- before we opened. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, like Trump being in office, like there's, there's a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of interesting, um, make Germany great again. Have been that, yep, yeah. There's a lot of interesting connections that have been made mm-hmm. there in the media from other people, to whatever, take what you will, whatever. But that, that was interesting to like, have that reflect a little bit. And then, you know, for COVID, I think that there was just this edge and this anxiety and this, you know, in the show, we never know who's listening. We never know if the thing trust going to kill us. We know ne- mm-hmm. there's so much unknown and that's what we were completely thrust into. And we were in LA. I mean, you, were you there, Hannah Mae, or did you go with us? Were you already in LA? Okay. I don't remember. I came with you. I flew with you. We okay. were in New York and we flew to LA. Mm-hmm. But we were there for like nine days. And I think progressively it yeah. just like every day got like 
a hundred percent worse yeah. <laughs> in the world. It was like, yes. and this airline shutting down and you yes. can't go here and you might die. Like it was just, it and was, you were only like, in rehearsal at that point. It right. was like, and mm-hmm. we're still doing the show. And so that like ramp up and then living in the world that we were living in was just like, oh, I like profoundly understand this in a way I never thought I would. And like, mm-hmm. I appreciate it. I appreciate it stepping back and looking back on it now. But at the time it was like, oh, okay, <laughs> here mm-hmm. we go. Um, I don't know. It, it, the show is ever changing with the times and it keeps being relevant as things change. Yeah, I think that's, mm-hmm. sorry, Hannah, go ahead. Well, I just wanted to add um, that I I think a a reality, I agree 100% with with what we all experienced is the reality of the hysteria Mm. that was going on in the world Mm -hmm. was settling in and Mm -hmm. the paranoia of we don't know where it is, who already has it, Mm -hmm. who may have it, who... It was scary. It was, uh, we were on, on eggshells all the time. We didn't know there was a par- there was a paranoia within us. And yeah. that is exactly what the whole vibe or tone or mood of our play is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 we're all in it together. We're all in it together. But wait, does she just cough? Yeah. Does she cover, does she know someone who, was she over there? That's where they had, that's where they were. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, we're okay, we're okay, we're all okay, we're all okay. So this was this new reality that the lines mm-hmm. we're saying are suddenly much more real. And that was... And that's the recording of the show that um, is in Fringe. Yeah, yeah. Is, and is, I think... Is the opening night of, of our LA show, which was only our first of <laughs> two, two performances. Shows, yeah. <laughs> so Yeah, I think that's like, as much as it hit and impacted all of us as people, and we were able to re- put that in the show the audience is also feeling those exact same things. Oh, yeah. So, you know, our when we were performing in Los Angeles, they were also paranoid and they were in it. They were in the show. And that's how we, that's how Michelle has crafted the show. And that's how New Light Theater Project has, you know, created the show with its designers is that they want, it's such an intimate experience. The whole thing. It's three people on stage at a time. It's in, it's, it's usually in this tiny black box theater there's like a chair or three chairs and a table, you know, it's so intimate. So because we want the words and the experiences to speak for themselves and the audience is feeling that and we're feeling that and it's just circling and, and growing through the whole show, which is why I feel like it has such an impact no matter when you're watching it three years ago, two years ago, one year ago. And now, yeah, yeah. That's one of the things I found so interesting. Something I want to pick up on what you said is that compared to what was happening back when the play was set, people didn't think they'd ever be living in a time similar to that. And so I imagine when they come in and see that not only you're kind of referencing it, throwing in shots at it, let's all take shots Mm -hmm. at Corona. It's an asshole. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) putting Putting the show together must have been as you said, cathartic. Mm -hmm. There wasn't really a question there. I was just kind of repeating (laughs) what you said. I apologize. I have have something to ask too. No, don't apologize. That's, that is interesting. And that's, I feel like that's what a lot of our audiences are recognizing. Mm -hmm. And also I think what's a marvel is didn't Michelle write this 
during the election. She did. So mm-hmm. it wasn't even um, there. Yeah. So that's how much it's been. She's been able to adapt to it. Is this was written before the Trump administration? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And there's so who knew what that outcome was going to be. We all, I think I know Michelle coming from Los Angeles had a very different idea of what the outcome was going to be at all. So Mm -hmm. when that ball dropped for them, um, that had already been written. Mm -hmm. So then it was, she got to craft and add, add um, other things, but mm -hmm, that's just. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it goes. And the whole point of all of that, right. The whole point of, all of the political talk and all of the current events that are in here is because like this, this play is still set during world war two. Yes. Like, it's, it's not set in 2018 or 2019 or 2020. It's set in world war two. And these things are still being talked about. We still mm-hmm. can't trust our political leaders. We still can't trust that we're going to be safe in all of these situations. And like still us versus them. Yeah. It's, and it's, and the, those topics are still happening today. And you know, I know Michelle has mentioned it, that it feels like people think that it's not happening anymore, that people, that communities, you know, aren't talking about the past anymore or, or, you know, genocides, like nobody's, nobody's right, not nobody, but there's a large amount of the, the population that isn't thinking about this stuff anymore because, they have their cell phones in front of them or they're in their own little bubbles or they, you know, people are feeling safe and that's great. Like I want people to feel safe, but we still have to keep talking about these things. Like this is, these things are still issues, you know? And that's one of the big things about her bringing today's politics into it is that, you know, we still have leaders that aren't really looking out for our best interests sometimes, you know? And I mean, I could go on a whole tangent about that, but. (laughs) But what's wonderful is in the end, it's, it's not written in a tangent about that. So we don't, exactly. we don't, the audience doesn't come away going, oh, I just experienced America's point of view. They yeah. Go, oh, wow. Anna, really, when she said this, I really connected. Margo, well, they're like this. Liesl, Hilda, we, we come away with the personal attachment. Mm-hmm. And, I, and somehow we do because that's how she wrote it. It isn't a, exactly, it isn't a, this is how we see it. It's Mm -hmm. their experience off of a true event. Mm -hmm. It's really, you know, this type of thing really happened. Of course, these conversations were never (laughs) recorded. The only, the only source we have is this woman, Margot Volk at age 95, comes to some press and says, "Uh, I was a part of this, it -hmm. occurred, and this is my story. And then our Mm -hmm. playwright built this world yeah yeah i'm just so fascinated <laughs> hearing about it i've completely forgotten i'm supposed to be asking you questions i apologize profusely <laughs> no we love we can we love going, the show so you just <laughs> yeah ask us something ask us something else something yeah. what, are, what are the fans are we are people already seeing this right they've already seen it next not week. yet next thursday and friday fringe there we go. There we go. Because I wonder what, I wonder, I mean, now, now being here and now being here in, in 2021, I wonder what the response is going to be. I wonder what the response is going to be in Edinburgh. You know, it, it's different. I know when we first uh, played it in New York, it's different than when we played it in Skokie. Then uh, when we came to the fringe, we we're like, oh, wow, these jokes land very differently. And what we thought were jokes 
we're not. And then some things we said, we're like, wait, why did they laugh at this? Or, you know, or, you know, oh, they kind of guffawed at this and me and, you know, different audiences uh, reveal different, different funny things. So I wonder what questions. Yeah. Hallie. Also to note, um, the version that we did in 2019 was the 60 minute fringe version where we were just like doing the show. Um, but our full length version is, is the version that's streaming. So it's the full 90 minute version. So you get a little, you get a little more extra. Little more is never a bad thing. You get the full plate, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You get the whole meal. (laughs) You probably get something I want to ask. And this is, I don't know if there's really a question here, but (laughs) after the play, do people come up to you and want to talk to you about the, the characters you're playing and about World War Two and yeah. just... every time. What? The, I don't know if what's the weirdest question you've ever been asked, but well, what, a lot of it what is do the audience talk about? Oh, how old are you? <laughs> a lot huh? of it is how old are you really? And we're like, mm, bye, have a bad life. People want to know the, the real story. We always get that. And then the cell phones are, is always a very divisive point. And if anyone was poisoned. When we, when we were in New York, this was like early on in our run, there was, there were two older women sitting near the front. And in the, in the beginning of the show, we have cell phones. Like we immediately establish it. We're not hiding it. We're not, Mm -hmm. it's part of the show. It's part of the world. And these women were like, do they have cell phones in the 1940s? And we were like, okay, here we go. And like, they were not quiet about it. We were like, and we're doing a show. Um, People just, that, that's sort of our main, those are our main things is what Mm -hmm. really happened and why did you have cell phones? Yeah. I don't know if we get any weird questions. I wish we did, but I feel like people are so surprised by the subject matter that they're just kind of want to know more of the facts and more of how we were able to like I mean we get a lot of questions like how were you able to play a Nazi you're yeah. not a Nazi how could you yeah. play a Nazi and I'm like well it's called acting yeah we did yes. when we when we were in Illinois we were in um, outside Chicago and in, in Skokie Illinois we did mm-hmm. a talk back every every night excuse me um and I don't know that it was necessarily like one person or whatever but um I, I feel like a general consensus from quite a lot of people was that they came in expecting not to like this show and then they left yes. being like, whoa, whoa. And like, I, yeah. I feel like KP got some interesting, like, thank you, or I didn't mm-hmm. think, I didn't know about this, or I didn't know yeah. about this, but then you did mm-hmm. this. And, and by this scene, I was completely sold. Like that, wow. so that was interesting. I think that's mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. the most interesting thing that we've gotten but I think the way that the having the talk back afterwards and then we would we we were like there selling merch and like hanging out in the lobby afterwards back when you could do things yeah. after the curtain call yeah <laughs> um you know so I think that mm-hmm. that that's probably the most interesting one yeah because yeah. we're on the other side of I know I know both of you girls would use this phrase it's like being on the wrong side of history being mm-hmm. in the textbooks, you know, looking back, and even though you're pioneering and you think you're the best on top of the world and you look back and in the textbooks, you were so wrong. You were so, yeah. so wrong. So the characters are not characters. good people. Correct. I mean, they're, you know. Yeah. So in hindsight, we, we, we know that now, but mm-hmm. in the world, we're simply Margot, Hilda, Lisa, 
Liesl and Anna and Anna. Okay, I'm saying everything wrong. Um, <laughs> you said all of our names wrong. <laughs> Margot, Hillary, Lisa, <laughs> uh, Right. So, but and that was really hard to grapple back. with the first time we did the show. That's why we struggled, is because we were like, but well, and that's, I believe that's why the audience struggles because yeah. they come in and they go, oh no, wait, these are German. Oh no, these are German. These are, you have, these are not, you know, no, 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 no. Uh, be- so I think guy. it's interesting having the other side have a voice and we have our own voice and it's just showing how universal that voice is. Yeah. And it's, um, it, it gets intimate and it gets personal and it's hard to not connect with people being vulnerable and afraid because yeah. yeah. who hasn't been vulnerable or afraid it's like that. It's also like, sorry it's also like seeing yourself in these people and what does that mean for you and how does that make you feel because these are bad people they are mm-hmm. on the wrong side of they not not in quotes they are on the wrong side of history mm-hmm. <laughs> but I understand that person or I've made that joke or I take selfies with my friends or yeah Ooh, am I bad if I am that, why, you know, like those comments mm-hmm. that, that, so it's, it's great. I mean, it really does make you think. It, yeah. Pe- people struggle with how much they sympathize with us at the end. They really struggle with it. And we get comments on that a lot. Like how audience members are like, I didn't want to like you and I didn't want yeah. to feel for you, but you made me cry. <laughs> and I wasn't supposed to cry because you were wrong you know exactly smile and you made me laugh I had fun and I kind of liked who you were as a person and yet here Mm -hmm. you were supporting Hitler yeah Mm -hmm. because again this is about world war ii and it's about Hitler Mm -hmm. it's like that line in Wreck-It Ralph just because you're a bad guy it doesn't make you a bad guy yeah exactly exactly (laughs) or does it right that's kind of our whole question Our our play I love it because our play doesn't give you and a right or wrong answer as much as probes you to look into your own uh, behavior and question your mm-hmm. own actions and question, question yeah. your own stances and your own um, subconscious mm-hmm. uh, prejudices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we like to say that it's a, a cautionary tale about ignorance and complacency. Yeah. Yes, if we do. To wrap it up in a little. A nice bow. little bow. bow. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I, I love a bow. <laughs> It's a hot pink <laughs> It's a hot pink bow though, because that oh, sounds lovely. Right. I could I could do a pink. I could do a hot pink. Yes, you, you could, Peter. You there could. Was a, there was a point in my life when my hair used to be down to my waist. I just had it really long. So that's when I could have worn my, my hot pink bow, but I oh, didn't know you. at the time. You should grow it out of the spirit. You know what? The 2022 festival, I will grow my hair and I will wear the pink bow and come to the show and be sitting in the front row and I'll just swish my pink yes. bow and you'll be oh like, we remember him. We know oh, that guy. Please. We did stick. We did stickers in 2019. I think we do bows next time. <gasps> yes. You. Yeah. yeah, we had like little stickers um, for people who came to see our show in Edinburgh that said, I tasted, right? That's what it said. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. very cool. Yeah, we went. We, we had like a cookbook that we had like a QR code for that had like recipes from all of us. I mean, we went there. With the yeah, merch. we did. We did fun, <laughs> we did fun fundraising. We yeah. put the F. We put the fun in, in fundraising. We did. That's very cool. <laughs> we, we put the fun in everything, even though our show is a dark comedy about yeah. Hitler. It's fine. <laughs> Where can people find out more about the show online? 
Hallie. Hitler's Tasters, the play.com. That's where you'll find everything about our show. Um, you'll also find we're doing a tour this summer. So Ed Fringe kicks us off and then we're going to head out to East Hamptons in Long Island, New York to go to Guild Hall. We're going to head upstate to the Adirondacks, um, Saranac Lake, um, to the Pendragon Theater. Um, all those shows are live in person, some outdoor, some indoor get vaccinated, show your card at the door to come to the theater. Um, and we're really excited to like be back in person. It's going to mm -hmm. be, it's going to be interesting because we haven't done this. We, we left, we left off doing theater, doing this show in LA and now we're kicking back this show. So it's kind of special and, mm -hmm. and, and kind of perfect. Um, but yeah, you can head over to Hitler's tasters of play.com. Um, you you'll find our Instagram twitter we're on facebook check out our youtube there's lots of fun videos we danced mm -hmm. all over edinburgh when we were there dance you know <laughs> we love a good dance video some of us shimmied more than dance i admit it i'm not afraid honestly i'd be a shimmier as well i'm not much of a dancer although there is video that exists of me dancing that's not pleasant but i would be a shimmier as well Listen, our lighting designer did not dance and she made a cameo in that video. We got creative, you know, it happens. <laughs> That's what you do in the fringe. You bring everyone together and everyone has a go. Exactly. Oh I love it. What she does in our show as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So check us out at Hitler's Tasters the play.com. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time. I could sit and talk to you for hours, but Zoom are massive dickheads and they're going to kick us off very shortly. I could sit and talk to you for so long, but thank oh, you so Peter. much for your time today. Thank, Thank you. you. This was lovely. We really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us about this play. My absolute pleasure. Thanks again. Awesome. <laughs> Have a good night. You too. Good night. Thanks again. Uh, thanks again, ladies. I'll see you all in the play. I'll see you all in 2022. This sounds fantastic. Yes. <laughs> oh, so wonderful. Thank you, Peter. Pink bows it's my and pleasure. All. Pink bows <laughs> and all. Thanks again. Have a good evening, ladies. Good night. Bye. 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 Hitler's Tasters is playing on demand from the Pleasance Online Theatre. You can watch it anytime from the 19th of August.